Welcome to Talking Football, the Sunday League podcast for Sunday Leaguers. You may hear some language that is in line with Sunday League. If it does offend you, that's okay, but we ask you not. Welcome back, guys. If you missed us, it's myself, Jamie, it's Liam, and it's Matt joining us. Gents, how are we? Good evening, Jamie. Yeah, very well, thank you. So, there's been 17 solid days of football. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, we are back! (laughs) 17 solid days of football, but as there's a break tonight, we thought we probably should do a podcast because people have been asking Graham for it. So, you're welcome, guys. We heard you. We've had some stuff. I've had several illnesses to deal with. Liam, you fell under the weather at one point as well, didn't you? So we've been battling through, guys, but no, we are back. Uh, Sometimes it's good to take a break. It helps you recharge the batteries. Love of football, though, always gets you going. So, gents, it's been quite a lot going on in our league since we've had this break. So basically, I think we've had nearly a month um, now since we last did one of these. Um, We'll do the league standings, but results-wise, I'll start with you, Liam. How's it been? (sighs) Um, (laughs) uh, It's been very, very up and down. If we speak about kind of where where we've been since we last spoke, um, the last time me and you spoke, I think was the, we ran down the Naseby result, didn't we? Um, Well, I almost died at the end of it, didn't I? Yes, yeah. Um, (laughs) Like you say, that was back on the 30th of October we played them. Since then, we've drew one, won one, lost one, two, three. So one, two, three. We drew one, one, two, uh, lost three. Um. Yeah, yeah. Look, it's 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 an eye opener. The difference in the leagues between the league two last year and the league one this year. We've played some good yeah. opposition. We've played some opposition we should have probably got a result from. Um, but look, I'm not going to get too down on it. Um, I still think we can hit the top eight. We're we're, we're over halfway through our season. We played ten now, so you know, ten games. There's only six left. Um, we need to be winning at least four of them, in my opinion. We need 12 yeah. points from the last six, uh, from the last 18 points available if we want to be looking at getting that playoff. So it's going to be tough. Um, but my boys, my boys are up for it, man. They, they, they're good lads. They're a good, they're, they're young. That, that's the problem I've got. They're young lads, you know, um, bar Richard Laurie, of course. Um, but you know, I've 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 bought in we, a new signing. Um, yesterday was fully confirmed on the whole game system and on full time. Andrew Duddy, uh, that we had on when he, when he was manager of David Green Development at the start of the season. Um, we had him on the podcast, didn't we? We had him on here. Um, I, you know, I've I've signed a couple of couple of over thirties to kind of just bring a bit of just grit by maturity as well. Yeah, yeah, it's grit. You know, my my young lads, they don't want to make a tackle. It's quite. It's yeah. it's and and you're playing against men, you know, men that want to that all they want to do is tackle. And you know, I spoke to Matt about it. I speak to Matt quite a lot, and I've tried to tell these young lads that you know what, it's not all about playing football at nil nil or or one nil up. It's percentages. If you can get that ball up that way of the pitch and keep it there, you win games. And 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 we're just not doing enough of that in a minute. So yeah, not great. But you know, one game left this year. We're looking forward to it against bottom of the league. Um, we're not going to go into it and think, oh yeah, we're playing bottom. That uh, they have won a game this season. Then you know they're not, they're not nowhere. They're not getting zero points. I think there's only two teams left in the whole league that have got zero points, and they're not one of those. So we've got to take them seriously. We've just got to try and get the three points. Good man. 
Well in Saxon, so a bit of a derby. Um if anyone if any people don't know where Wilby is, um what separates Wilby and Wellingborough is a roundabout. Um that's literally it. The roundabout is either you go right to Sainsbury's and Wellingborough or you go left and you're on number one, you know, Wilby's main street. Um and it's called Main Street because it's the only street in Wilby, I think. But yeah. And you're doing a bit of appeal, aren't you, to teams that might be playing around that area? Yeah, so we've got a great sponsor in the Georgian Wilby, uh, the pub. Uh, there's a dartboard in there, pool table, jukebox, big screen for the TV. Uh, if people want to, you know, watch a bit of footy on there as well. Um, we, we do free food for all teams after after the games every, every week that we're at home. Um, it was only a few weeks back, Spartak, um, 13th of November with county, our county cup game. Uh, Spartak were driving back from Rushton. Um, they just popped in for a beer and, you know, they're all welcome. They were given plates of food, sausage, chips, chicken nuggets, you name it. Um, you know, we, we support any Sunday league team. And, you know, there's some teams that haven't got pubs to go back to anymore. Uh, there's some like us, Jay, that are lucky enough to have that. So just Absolutely. giving that little bit back, there's nothing better than sitting down, having a beer with the lads and taking the piss out of someone for that dodgy back pass or, you know, and, <laughs> you know that that's where it is and that's where you build your relationships. Uh, and and I think it's vital. So giving everyone that opportunity is, is, is something great that we can do. That's fantastic. So, yeah, guys, if you are listening to this and it's pre-Sunday, drop leave a little message, get your secretary, drop a message in the secretary's group. He'll get you guys all the details you need. <clears throat> Matt. Yeah. I know you've got two teams on the go there uh, with Hartwell. So just an overview of both of them. How are they doing? Uh, well, first team we went on a little bit of a run. We, we uh, back end of October we, we beat Toe Valley, then we beat Barton Albion. We then beat first team to beat Spinney this season. We beat them in the County Cup. Um, they they played nine one nine, and we managed to go there and beat them. Um, then we got the Hearts broken in the Nen Cup against David Green. Absolute. Gutted, we we deserved to win the game, and we're one 0 up. And if we'd have got a second goal at any point, we'd have won. But um, we didn't take our chances and conceded two at injury time and lost. Oh, jeez. Um, so yeah, they 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 were obviously. Oh, we just gutted. We we deserve. We should have won the game. No, no, I don't. Nobody, nobody would disagree with that. We should have won the game. And then, <laughs> and then we went the following week. We went to Upton. And um, got absolutely well. I don't think absolutely battered. They were much better than we were. We were very poor. Um, we, we've we've been we're struggling with injuries. We had a couple of reserve team lads in, and we were three one down with three one down with eight minutes to go, and didn't deserve anything. And um, got got uh, got a penalty that we missed. <laughs> then then got a penalty a minute later and scored. And then uh, last kick of the game, equalised with a header from a free kick, and um, Nick <coughs> to which and they, they were they were obviously gutted and, and rightly so. They they deserved they deserved all three points on the day. Um, but they, they feel like wins, though, don't they? Those games when you eke a draw right at the end when you've not been in it at all, you kind of walk away from it like, how have we done that? Yeah, I mean, we didn't we didn't deserve anything in truth. Um, yeah, but we were not good. Um, but the 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 overarching story for us has just been a a tailing off of, of, of available players, fit available players. We've got a massive injury list. We didn't have a big squad anyway, and unfortunately on Sunday we had to uh, forfeit. So, <laughs> so is, is, it, is it a forfeit then? Yeah, yeah, we've had to forfeit the game. Yeah, so we've got to find. So, 
a hefty fine incoming, which is not good. Well, Matt, just quickly, um, is it goals you're missing? You know, it, like notably, people will notice if they look into it as much as we do. You know, you haven't got Michael Winch this year. He, he top goal scoring the whole league last season. Well, Mikey. Well, we have got we have got Mikey, but he's been injured. Um, he got he got injured. Well, I think he was injured in pre-season, um, but he, he played at the start and then uh, which game he 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 come off with it or he he wasn't looking great and then he, he messaged me in the afternoon say I've got a problem and then the next day he's got a torn abductor um, and he's been out for a number of weeks and he's back now but he's not 100% fit at all um, so that's been a problem um, A massive but- shout out to Joe I suppose as well for you boys because you look at it and you know he got 14 goals all last season he's already on 8 and 10 you know he, he's stepped up hasn't he really? But to be honest he's been I mean I have to say one, one or two lads have really stood up this year but he's been He's been the one that's really driven us forward. He's, um, I mean, that game against Upton, he, uh, he, did he score? What did he, he got two, he got two and, and got the assist for the, for the, for the equaliser. And he drove us through that game. He was the reason we got a point. I mean, you know, he was absolutely fantastic. And he, he's a top, he's a top player. You know, he's, he's got, he's got all the ability in the world. He, he just sometimes, sometimes his bottom lip goes and he sulks a bit, but, um, but he's he's a fabulous player, and and yeah, I'm very very grateful that we've got, and certainly at the moment because without him at the minute we we would struggle. But um, hopefully this week we've got one of our lads is back, young lads back from uni, a um, couple of lads back from a couple of lads back from injury. Um, so hopefully Saxons in the cup. We lost to Saxons on the opening day of the season, so we need to um, reverse that and hopefully get ourselves into the quarter final. Um, so that's the first team reserve team um, they've been doing really well they've picked up recently um, they've won four of the last six games um, they were struggling and they, they were bottom of the league but they're now up to what are they up to 10th 11th um, and yeah things to be honest with you they've it's been really good they've, they've, we've got a couple of senior heads in there in Evo and Gav who have been you know trying to nurture these kids through and organise them. And I was, I was there on Sunday to watch them again to beat Bought Bound Wanderers. Um, and um, it was, it was, it was great. They, they, they got two nil up early doors and, the, and then they defended really, really well, hardly give up a chance, got a third goal, second half of the penalty and, and thoroughly deserved the three points. And yeah, I mean, they, they, I mean, that division is so tight. I mean, if they win yeah. on they could potentially be in the playoff positions, you know, which, you know, six weeks ago, you, forget it, you know. So, yeah, really encouraging, um, really, really encouraging from them. And, um, yeah, so, yeah, at the moment as a club, we're, we're in a decent position. But, yeah, a few games coming up that will decide what the second half of the season looks like, probably. So, just while we're on that league then, let's jump to somebody who's already played most of his second half of the season. Um, <laughs> Shay, the, the team that has played more games than anybody else in the Nen Sunday yes. League. I was going to say, I think I've played a few games for other teams as well with the amount that we've done. Um, oh, yeah, well, we well, well, well. None of that illegal play, Jay. Oh, <laughs> no, you're allowed to talk to them, but not in certain contexts. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's... 
we've just gone on a really good rip. I mean, we we lost to Hunsbury Hawks 2-1 on the 30th, the last time we did the podcast. <clears throat> and then since then, we're undefeated. We've drawn 1-1-6. One, one, um, did a team, we did McPave 8-1 on Sunday, Bowen 4-0. You know, we've, we've been free scoring as well. A couple of clean sheets in there too. I just, I think with them, it's finally clicking. The last season, we were the punch bag, and now it's like we've got the gloves on. And I think they're finally seeing when we have a group of lads to turn up. Again, I've I've been blessed to have 16, 15. I don't think I've gone lower than 14 lads um, in a match day squad. Um, the damage we can do to people, and we are. I, th- I think it's quite it's quite funny how you rub that in, you know. All, all, all Matt just spoke about is not having availability and <laughs> 11, 11 players fit. I haven't had less than 14. <laughs> but that was me. That was me last season. We had, uh, we had Ryan reffing us on Sunday. And um, as he walks over, he's like, oh my God, Jamie, I've never seen so many lads in Swan and Helmet shirts at one of your games before. And I thought, yeah, because last time we reffed us, we had nine players turn up. We finished yeah. the game with eight. Well, just, just to, again, just to put that in context, Jamie played us last season, um, and halfway through the second half, one of his players <laughs> had to go out for dinner. Yeah, he had tickets to the German market, so he's like, I've got to come off in the 70th minute. They, <laughs> you scored at that moment, and then one of my other players got injured in that moment, so I only yeah. had one sub, which was me, mm. to run the line for me as well. <laughs> But that's, Jamie, that's the difference. Just, just that's the that, difference. Right? Let's just let's just talk about it really quickly. So, start of the season, okay? Before you've kicked the ball, yep. I say to you, you finish the season on twenty-one points. Do you take that? Considering um, you only finished on eleven last year, and you're already on if, twenty-one this season. Well, I I felt we we should be in the playoffs this season. So I would say if that got me in the playoffs then I probably would have, considering what happened last season, because it was a bit of faith that people were actually going to take it serious as they didn't last season, um, and that would get players turning up. Mm. So, if yeah, if it got me into the playoffs, and I mean, I was looking, hopefully, from the top four, but if it got me into the playoffs, I probably would have taken it, because it's, what, double, or 22. I think we got 11 points last season. Um, yeah. It's nearly double what we achieved in the whole of the season. Yeah, it's it's, you know, so it's it's incredible what what it can do, and I think again it just shows that that league is so so competitive that anyone can beat anyone, you know. And it's brilliant because Hunsbury are like killing it. They've only played eight games, um, but when we played them, I honestly it really could have gone our way. A few missed chances. Their keeper made two brilliant saves, um, two one on ones. Actually, say three saves on one from about eight yards out. That that would be us winning, but that was the difference, you know. But this season, in the majority, we have been the team taking our chances. It's been the other teams that haven't been taking their chances. Um, mm. and but yeah, I, I just, just a quick, just a quick one on on the playoffs. It, based on <laughs> season, you do, regardless of the division, you need you're going to need need at least twenty four points to make the playoffs. Yeah, that's based on nearly there. What? Based, Based on last season, you'll need 24 points minimum. Oh, oh. oh boys, we've only, got, <laughs> we've only got five games left. <laughs> um, but that's that's one game. That's three, you know, we're, we're on 20, 21. Um, so, yeah, we've technically one more win. But it's been good. It's been really good. It's been good to beat some teams as well because we, say, got 
stuffed by a few teams last season. So a few little demons were exercised. We we beat eighty one reserves. We got turfed by eighty one in the cup and in the league last season. I think we had eighty one B and then I think eighty one A or Colts. Sorry, um, they've got so many teams I can't even remember them all nowadays. But yeah, so we we put some stuff to bed. Beat Bowton. I keep saying it. It was a great result. Um, did you beat the manager? You beat Bowton Wanderers. Oh, absolutely smashed them four nil. Um, there was another another podcast that the the manager went on where he said the score didn't reflect the game. And he's quite <laughs> right because it was four nil and it could have been ten. Their keeper had an excellent game. To be fair to him, their keeper had a very good game. He was very unfortunate to see four goals. Um, but yeah, you know. Speaking of that, <clears throat> do we need to make a point about North Fans All-Stars, Liam? Well, look, you sat your manager. You haven't won a game since, I don't think. Absolute <laughs> joke. Abs- talk about premature. Jesus. Look, Reese Prigg, look, I-, I know that there's there's, there's just suck it up. Leave them. They can't <laughs> treat you like that. <laughs> Even though you are the person that treated you like that. <laughs> yeah. Can you remember, remember what game he left? Was it? Was yeah. it they lost two one. They lost two one. So let me just get their one results. Nil to South Star. Um, yeah, one 0 to South Star. So, they, so they've picked up. A, oh no, they beat. No, to be fair to everybody. Oh yeah, they beat bottom of the league. Well done, North Hampton Stars. One, one win, one win, one draw, three defeats in the last five. Well, that's similar to you, isn't it, Liam? No. Oh yeah, no. It's, it's exactly. It's exactly the same as me. <laughs> Oh, pressure, pressure. It's exactly the same as me. My, the difference is, I, I knew we were in trouble. They cut their manager after, after beating, Hartwell, beating Hartwell Forest Reserves, beating Albany, drawing with Swan and Elmet that are now second, right? A drawing with FC Floor, who are second in the league above. <laughs> Losing 8-1 to AFC Wellingborough. AFC Wellingborough have beat teams in the championship by more than that this season. What you're telling me is North fans all stars have done Castle would do if they sacked Eddie Howe. <laughs> yeah. Well, crazy. Crazy decision. Bring back Reese. That's what we say. Yeah, bring back yeah, Reese. Get Reese back. Right, Hashtag that's the, the campaign, isn't it? Just quickly as well, because I'm the only one here left with a team. Okay. Uh, you're gonna be like, what do you mean by that? But at the start of the season, we sat here and we picked out our winners of the Nen Cup. <laughs> There's been some Nen Cup action since we last spoke. Yeah, you shouldn't be, though, because we should have been. <laughs> so, look, I, I'm, I'm obviously sticking with my guns. Boys, AFC Wellingborough Blissworth. You've then got Oatley Diamonds, Eight Barrels. UON FC Floor. Albert Eagles, Barton Albion. Kettrin Standons Barn. AFC Spinney, David Green. Who's your pick, boys? Oh, and Hackleton North Star as well. And Queen's Ed Royals Reserves. That was premature by me. Uh, what we are, uh, aren't we? Um, I, I take, should I tell you who I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go with North Star. I'm gonna. It's very easy to say Barn because, especially how looking how they're doing the season. I'm gonna go with the team that narrowly, narrowly beat us in the first first round. Oh, I'm going to go with Hackleton. Oh, yeah, that was narrow, wasn't it? It's so <laughs> narrow. It was literally like paper thin. It was only I mean, seven. Right, pa- right? Paper thin 8 1 you've ever seen in your life, mm. mate. Unreal. Unreal. That's so that's, close. That's a massive game. That 
uh, Hackleton against North Star is the last sixteen. Yeah. Time. And obviously that was that was recently game of the week, wasn't it? You'd obviously, like to you'd North like Star. to. You'd like to say what you one of those two will be in the final. If you was to sit there and look at it, you'd like to say. But then again, you know, how could it, not, you've still got Blizzworth in there, eight barrels yeah. in there. It's always draw. It's always draw dependent. I mean, obviously, Niall Duffy's gone back to eight barrels. So that's going to make a huge difference mm, there. Scored on his game back as well, didn't he? I mean, is it? Is it? Are we down to last sixteen? Yeah, yeah. Last you're in fourth round, last sixteen. I mean, even. And I know it sounds that um, you're always you always look at the favourites, don't you? But even somebody like the Queen's Head, you know, they're a decent side. They're doing well in the championship. You know, if if, if they get past Royals Reserves, they're into the quarterfinals. I always think whenever you get to that stage, you just never know. If the draw is kind to you, you know, you you, you can find yourself in a semi final quite quickly, and then all of a sudden, you never ever know. Yeah. You know? Um, but a couple I mean, of things go your way, and yeah, you're laughing all of a sudden. I think, yeah. I think North Star are uh, uh, playing really well at the minute. They've got a lot of confidence. There. They're winning. They're winning big games. If you look at some of their results recently, they went to David Green at the weekend and won. They beat Hackleton the week before. You know, they're they're in good form, and I think there's a belief. They and they're the only team to beat Barn this season. They're not Barn out the County Cup, didn't they? So, yeah, there's a lot of belief there. But I mean, it's, it's many of these competitions, you can't really look past the big sides. But you never know. You never, ever know. Right. So, look, well, you, Matt, you just brought it up. So, uh, let's definitely speak about it. Um, the, the game of the week there, man. <laughs> oh, what a game. The best one we've had so far. You know, oh, yeah. the best one we've had so far. Yeah. You know, oh, my God, yeah. what a game of football. Full of, full of incident, loads of goals, loads of controversy, red cards. Brilliant. Uh, it was, it was a, a great game. And to be fair, obviously... I, I've done the I do the highlights, and if anybody wants to help with that, you know, feel feel free to get in touch because uh, <laughs> you are, mate. <laughs> I'm not expert on it, but if anybody is into graphic design and this kind of video editing and stuff, then please get give us a shout. But um, I'll obviously, watch. Yeah, you know, I get I get to watch the whole game back. So see what goes on. And it was incident packed from the first minute to the last. You know, it was it had everything. It was it was a brilliant game, and and. Um, you know what? What I do want to say is, if you watch the highlights, there's obviously quite a bit. Of, you can tell the referees getting quite a bit of stick, especially from the, um, the Hackleton sideline. But I've watched the game, and because it was controversial, looking at the referees' performance, and you know, without going to, I'm a former referee. I used to work for the FA in the refereeing department, and I can assure you that referee has had a really good game. Um, he, he got pretty much everything right, um, and um, to be honest with you, Hackleton's behaviour on that sideline was a bit disappointing. Um, and um, yeah, I think sometimes you need to take things into context and, and take a step back and look at the referee. He done well. He got a lot of stick that he didn't deserve. So well done. And, and you know, the, just just to point out as well, uh, the linesman. Um, yeah. you know, yeah, look, he's, he's there to assist the referee. The referee does not have to agree with the linesman if he thinks that the linesman's got it wrong. Now, as you can see in that video, the referee, right at the start, does agree with the liner, where again, I don't think he should have, but you know, he's trusted the linesman's bit of judgment. 
and as the well, game's gone on, another thing's happened that he's gone. Do you know what? Actually, I'm going to put my foot down. I'm the yeah, man in the middle. I think. I think. I think on that. If you, I mean, look, I, I, I have a, a little bit of sympathy with the with the Hackleton liner because at the end of the day, they're not they're not trained. They're not you know, thin. They're there to do a job, and most of the time, they're people who don't overly aren't overly keen to do it. I think both of them. I can see why in both instances he has put his foot. Yes. Up. Yeah, because especially the first one, there's another man that goes yeah. for that. Really, the, 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 yeah. However, you know, maybe it's something we we need to look at as as a league in terms of providing some education around what is and isn't offside and and stuff. But also, if you look at the referee on the first one, I think he his gut feeling from his body language, he allows the play to continue because I think in his in his gut he knows the player is onside, but in the moment. He goes across the line out, and there's probably an element of, oh, it's early in the game. Do I really want to create a situation here? I wasn't level. Maybe he was offside. I'll go with the lino because it's easier. And we see that a lot. You know, a lot of referees do that. They, they'll go with the linos, you know, and and sometimes it's right, sometimes it's wrong. But I think <clears throat> he, I think he knew in his gut that it was a, it, that it wasn't offside, and I think that's why. On the second one that he does allow, the one where the lad's just inside his own half, obviously he's got a good position to see it, but it is very tight. Um, I think he, I think he does the right thing in, in overall, in basically telling the lino that it's a goal uh, and fair play to him because it takes a strong referee to do that. You know, you've got to be strong um, and fair play. So but I think that's the thing for teams. Sorry, man, just on oh. touching on that, I think this is a thing for teams to know is, you know. We've all been playing them games where you hear someone from the pitch shout, he's offside, and yeah. the Lions flag goes up after that call comes yeah. in. All the time. They're, they are there to assist the ref. Yes, they're not professional. The ref will have a word before the game. Like I say, personally, I'd rather the ref goes to both teams and has a chat with them saying, look, if any of you end up running the line, this is what I'm asking of you. You're not flagging for fouls. You're not flagging for penalties. You know, you're flagging yeah. offsides, corners, throw-ins and goal kicks. And Wyndham um, Trussler, by the way, the referee in that game does that. We had him at the very start of the season. <clears throat> and instead of pulling the linos together at the start in the halfway line, he actually gives the linos flags. We've got dugouts at Wilby. And he gave each lino the flags in front of their dugouts and spoke to him in front of their team. Still only spoke yeah. to the lino, but gave yeah. the lino the strict instructions so everyone around him also knew. So, yeah. you look, know, because... Look, if people took a page out of my book, there'd be no shouting at football. You know, I don't get emotional. I don't scream. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm really bad for it. You know, I'm I'm the first one. That's on ball, Lino. Lino, help him out. It's his yeah. blind side. It's not that. It's not a Sunday League linesman's job to do that. And no. I'm I'm really bad for it. But if the Lino then flags for handball because I've shouted that. Yes, it may be handball, but the refs ask him directly not to do that. Just try yeah. not to get involved. It's easier said than done. So much easier said than done. But that's but, that's the frustration is when a team does yeah. that. So like the first minute and he's not offside, but they've heard the call or he thinks, well, he's thrown his flag up. You've then created the doubt in the ref's head. So now the ref is like, well, can I trust them? Because I know, if I don't think this player was offside and he's flagging for it. So is he doing his team a favour or... Was he offside? If the ref doesn't think he's he's offside and he thinks he's doing the team a favour, 
he could ignore the next one. I, I think you we're know, only about three, in or, three or four years away from, you know, Matt Hurst and Graham Pinney and Paul Speakman sitting in an office with a VOR, <laughs> um, <laughs> you know, live streaming the games and them going, no, that wasn't off ref. <laughs> but there we go. I think we're safe to say that won't happen. <laughs> oh, sorry, just on the respite, because I know I'm like the protector of referees um, with how things go around. But, you know, in Liverpool, I don't know if you're aware, they've had a full ref strike, their local football. Yeah, and they've and they've just and they've just kicked the team out of the league. Because of the things that you see being said about them. So they've gone on strike. You know, we had a really precarious situation. Was it last season or the season yeah, before yeah, that? Yeah, yeah. Last season, where we had a bit of an extraordinary general meeting with like the league and with the rest because of things that were going on. These things are very real, and it's you know it's very easy to criticise the refs. It is very easy, yeah. but at the same time, there ain't no rest, there ain't no game because who's going to want to do it from your team? Who's going to want to do it from our team? Well, it's the, it's the worst. Let's be honest, it's the worst thing in it. I, I know, obviously, it's happened to some teams this year. You know, we've not had a hundred percent coverage, although the coverage has been really good this year. To be fair, you know, Paul, yeah, good job in, in getting a, a, you know a lot of new refs on the league. Um, but it is the worst thing in the world when, you know, there's 40, 42 games in the league and there's one that ain't got a ref and it's your game. Mm. And you're you're hoping and praying a ref comes through because you're thinking, oh, who's going to referee this? That's it. Who who can I ask? And who's going to, yeah. you know, I'll say, look, we'll still pay you. Will you do it? Nah. <laughs> Why would I want to? I'm just going to get grief yeah. for 90 and, minutes. So and... it's, it's one of the things to consider. But it's usually the teams that will kick off during games, will complain, they'll give the ref a really bad mark. You guarantee they'll be the ones on to speak then when they've not been allocated a ref. Or are we going to get a ref? Well, why should you? Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. I just think I, people I need to be realistic. I agree. Yeah. And <clears throat> just, just a quick. Whole, just, ref, just, sorry, Liam, just on the whole God. referees page, Paul did. I did put something in the group chat the other night at Paul's request, and that's obviously teams are starting to get a bit lazy about confirming referees. Yep. Um, you know, you, you're supposed to do it by Wednesday night, assuming the appointments have come out in time which they pretty much do every week. Um, you know, we are getting support, especially near, the closer you get to Christmas, that, you know, we are a little bit short this week. Obviously, we're working on it. But if you haven't confirmed your ref, you know, and, and the ref contacts Paul and says, nobody's contacting me about my game, it'll be the ref will be moved and you'll lose your referee. So teams need to start getting on top of it again and making sure that they're doing the, uh, the right things at the right time to uh, ensure that uh, all the... Pre-match admin is uh, in order. Agreed. It's just lazy. It's just lazy. You like, you've got to text the other team to confirm. You know your kit, where you are, postcode, anything they need to know. Text the ref straight after. Well, like, we didn't get an allocated ref until I think it was Thursday. Yeah. Just, just text him. Hi, mate. We've got you now. Here's yeah. the information you need. See you Sunday. It really, it doesn't take but twenty seconds, does it? No. I, I, I still don't get it. I think as, as grown adults, how you guys are still chasing, you know, we, we see it in the secretaries group, obviously, you know, how you're chasing teams that aren't paying for pitches, oh. you know, teams that aren't submitting. I mean, I'll, I'll put my hands up now. Yeah. I used to be absolutely hot on paying um, during the week. Now, I might get to Saturday and that, and I know it's, it's probably not the right thing to say, but I'll get to Saturday. Sometimes even a Sunday morning, I've been really busy. I'll ring them up. I get straight through to them and say, I'd like to pay for a pitch, please. Because we're fortunate enough to have, you know, the, the pitches preset, I just tell them my club, tell them oh. where it is. And they're like, yep, yeah, here you go. 
but let me I'll tell you something that happened this week. Go for it. <clears throat> FC Phipps couldn't play at their ground because it's having some work done. So they, right. need, they needed a council pitch. So I said to Cam, I said, just ring Trilogy Leisure and book one of the free pitches. So he rings up and he books a pitch. He, he, did, he didn't, to be fair, he should have contacted me and told me what pitch he booked so I could change it on full time, but he didn't. But that didn't matter. Quarter past midnight, I think it was, on Saturday night, I was awake, I got a tweet come through, looked on Twitter, just check what it was. And then I saw Pickering Fix advertising their game for the morning being played on Racecourse Pitch 7. Mm. I thought, hang on a sec, I think Albany are at home tomorrow. That's Albany's pitch, yeah. And Albany had not booked their pitch. Have they not? And there were no other pitches available on the Racecourse. So what would have happened if I hadn't spotted that? Uh, it would have been a bit of a fun Sunday morning, wouldn't it? Well, I'll take that. I've learned that. I'll start paying it before the weekend. I've just got to remember. Imagine Albany not being to play at home the one week they do win there. <laughs> well, we, we, when we played Albany, we moved over because pitch seven was dire. I mean, to be fair, the whole race course is dire. You know, we're paying £34 for the privilege. Yeah. I'm just going to say it. On one of the games we played, guys, it was so much dog shit. On our pitch, so just just, Even, <clears throat> just an update on that as well, Jamie. So I didn't write any of these down, but these are things that are coming up as we're talking. That's so right. I have been um, backing on to Trilogy Leisure and ID Verdi, who are the contractors who made for literally the last month to get them cut and marked properly and sorted and whatever. Um, and they've been non well. It's not Trilogy Lizard's fault. It's ID Verdi particularly. They've been not too interested in doing a lot. Um, and then I basically threatened to go to the council and report it to the council. Um, and we've had a bit of action. So yeah. all the, it's, most of the pitches got cut last week and the ones that weren't cut should have been cut this week. Um, so all the council pitches should have been cut. The marking is going to be checked and improved, hopefully. Um, but I think I've, I've said to teams, I put this in the group chat as well, but any teams have got any issues with their pitches, yeah. they need to, complain to tri- put, a, put a complaint on record to Trilogy because they will forward it on to Idy Verdi, but also copy me in um, and then and then I'll I'll help ch- chase it up and, and get things sorted. Look, the, the council pitches are not perfect um, and some are better than others. But if, you, if you're not happy... For whatever reason, you need to let us know, and that's the only way we can do anything about it. All right, absolutely. We, we played over at Far Cotton. Oh, I've got a player who's only five foot three, almost lost him down the wing at one point. There was so much grass there. <laughs> I just want to, it was just, unbelievable. Just speaking about pitches, really quickly. Um, uh, we played Rushton Sergeants a couple of weeks back, um, at Catworth. Now, Catworth is a PE postcode, right. Um, and it gets a lot of stick for how far out it is. It is impeccable. The grass and pitch is painted weekly. The changing rooms have boiling hot showers. There's a kitchen if you want to make yourself a hot drink. I'll bring your own coffee and tea. They're, they're not, they don't give stuff away. But, you know, <laughs> um, they've got a car park with enough spaces for both teams and players to park their cars. There's there's a children's playground if, if people have got kids there where you can see them from the pitch. Um, it's an absolutely amazing, amazing setup they've got there, and it's five minutes from where they were before. It is still Northamptonshire, 
it's just a PE postcode. It's not okay. Huntingdonshire. It's no such thing as Huntingdonshire. It's Cambridgeshire. No, there is there is Huntingdonshire. Check it out. What? Oh, not another one of these. Matt's right and I'm wrong. <laughs> Huntingdonshire FA. Catworth are members of Huntingdonshire FA. Well, there you go. There you go. So, yeah, I'm, I'm glad that's a good pitch because obviously we had one or two issues with uh, with them playing. A few teams not happy about it. But, um, yeah, if it's a good facility, it's a good facility. And... Yeah, it is, it is very good. And, and the bloke there, I think... I'm so sorry if I forgot, got his name wrong, but I think his name's Russell. Um, he made time to actually come and have a chat with me and make sure that if we needed anything, do we need this, do we need that? Um, he, he just... He, he's a lovely bloke that... The pitch is great, and it was just, just a very good, good place to go. No hill, nothing like that, you know. And it's just, it's clean, which is nice. Do you know, Rushton Sargent's guys, they they were quite sound because we had the reserves, and it was that weekend. You know when the Spurs, was like, oh, that was Spurs, wasn't it? Rush, <laughs> Rushton and Rushton's. I was well, going to just pay tribute to Rushton's there, but you know, yeah. I'll keep it. We, we we beat them. That's the moral of the story. That's it. <laughs> so, so Matt, um, I know you wanted to kind of come on to this, and tonight you had to cancel, um, obviously, what was going to be more of a visual kind of demonstration. But just for people that want to know a bit about this Link Me or Link My, sorry, do you, do you want yeah. to kind of explain it? Yeah. So we've um, we've we've entered into a partnership um, with um, a company called uh, Link My, um, which. <laughs> Is a bit of a random name, really, I suppose. But basically, it is a financial services platform um, where you can register your club um, and you then promote it to your members and families and friends and so on and so forth. And if they purchase any of the financial services that they have on offer or use them for any financial services that they need um, from... You know, from wills to mortgage, life insurance to um, uh, what's the thing that you have when you when you get sick off work, like payment, uh, employment protection. Is that what it's called? It's called. You know what I mean, I can't. Remember what it's um, I get I get private medical insurance. So I don't know what that is. All, all sorts of different financial products that you, you, me, your friends and family, your team members—they're all going to use they will all need these financial products at various stages of their life. If you use this platform to, you know, purchase the products, your club, if you register the club, your club will get a kickback from those. And the, the numbers, the, the potential, the amount of money that you could raise for your club for doing something that your members are going to be doing anyway, um, it, it's it, it's quite incredible actually. Um, and um, the the guy Gavin, who who's the the main chap we've been dealing with, he's going to come on the podcast next week and talk a bit more about it. Um, and then off the back of that, we'll do we'll do a couple of um, of like Zoom sessions or team sessions to give people a bit more information. But it's it. It could revolutionise club funding. You know, it's yeah. um, you could, you know, you you don't have to, you won't have to do an awful lot of work to make some serious money um, that could transform your club. Um, and whether you're a one team, you know, racecourse, 
goer or whether you're a, you know, big a club. club 81. You've got like every kind of whatever. whatever. The, the, the potential is there. Um, we're not gonna we're not gonna ram it down people's throats um, because it, it's you know, it's down to you guys as, as individual clubs to decide if you want to get involved. But I, I think if you listen to the podcast next week, come on to the come on to the team sessions that we do. Um, and, and see the figures involved and see the amount of money that you can make for, for just, I say, just everyday things that you're going to need, um, then um, I think it's a real eye-opener and, and something that really everybody should be looking to get on board with. So, Matt, let me ask a question. Yeah. Um, let's just say my, my wife... Um, she, well, not, not, not my wife, actually. That's because she's connected to the club. Let's say my nan, right? what wants to uh do a will right yeah. she uses this company link my yeah um to write her will she has zero direct um association with Wilby football club she can yeah. still donate well she can still pick Wilby football club and that money come yeah. to us so it's a whole network thing it's not just players who you've got signed on or that are with the club in some sort of staff capacity it's yeah. whoever's part of your whole network so you can spread it as far and wide as you want but it's yeah. up, it's so, up to you yeah so so i mean essentially you can when you sign up to the platform you can um you can basically you can have people in so if you've got a mailing your members you, you can add their email addresses um they will potentially send them an email to give them access to a free will um you know which which loads of companies do anyway you know but let's say there's all stats on it but so many people don't even have a will um you know there's a very basic will you can do that so on your platform you can have a players section you can have a friends and family section you can have a social media section so for example you can just you can promote this through your social media, and random people can sign up to it. Um, and as long as they put your team name on the thing, then they are linked to the, the, the link is your club. So link my club is basically what it's about. Yeah. Um, and you know, just very very simple, you know, stats based on um, you know based on average data. You know, if you were to have a hundred people on your mailing list. Um, the average conversion across a year would be around 10% of those people would buy a product and that could earn you up to two and a half grand a year. It's going to be interesting to, to learn more about it and obviously yeah. people can see. <clears throat> I mean, it is it's the dream, isn't it, guys? It's minimal effort, maximum reward. Um, yeah. but just... it, it, needs, it needs people to buy into it, which is why it's so yeah. important. There's, there's the amount no... of teams we've got in the league that people do kind of embrace these changes. Yeah, and I think what you'll you'll find is the teams that really get it doesn't cost you anything. There's no, no. fee, no cost. It costs you absolutely nothing. You basically Just a little bit of your time. That's all. Exactly. There's no cost. There's no obligation. No stress. No hassle. No commitment. You can withdraw at any time, and there's no restrictions or limitations. So you you could put as much time and effort in this in, into this you want to build up that network of people that are linked to your club and then through this platform the more products they buy or use for whatever they need the, the more money your club's going to make so it, it's you know it's one of those things everybody you know if you've got a house you need a mortgage at this time a lot of people are going to be looking at remortgaging you know 
all those kind of things. You know, you've yeah. got critical illness cover, um, income protection. That's what I was thinking of. Accidentness, yeah. unemployment, family income benefit. You've got building, even things like building ins- building insurance, contents insurance. You know, your your will, all these kind of things. They all have a they all have a fee that goes back into your club. So so, for example, if you if you took out a built buildings and contents insurance through this platform, you could earn for your club between fifty and sixty quid. If you've got a house, you need buildings and contents insurance. Yeah, you know, and you've got to renew that every year. It's an absolute no brainer. It, it's you know. It, it's something that everybody should have a listen to what what Gavin's got to say next week. Come on the um, come on the teams meeting and and see if it's something that you want to run with um, because say a bit of effort and you could be you know you could have a, a a comfortable steady stream of income that funds your club year on year. Which I mean, you know, say even if if you got enough money of it, you you could potentially have your players not having to pay subs. Exactly. You know, literally, people just get to turn up and play football. Absolutely. You could, you, you, yeah. I mean, you could absolutely get into that position. I mean, you look at, you look at somebody like I. I know we we talk about them fairly regularly, but you look at a club like Tow Valley and how well yeah. they, with um, you know, with integrating themselves into the community and getting businesses to sponsor them, and obviously they've got that. They they use that um, that sponsorship platform, which I can't off the top of my head remember what it's called. All I know is you can get Tow Valley flip flops, and I've got a lot of time for that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Have you seen that, guys? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've seen that page. Incredible. Yeah. David Green as well. They 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 do well in the community. They got sponsors coming left, right, and centre. Yeah. So so if you if you put that effort in, you integrate yourself, you use social media well. This is something that you <clears throat> add to it, and you're gonna you. Yeah, it's something you definitely need to be looking at. Perfect. Brilliant, brilliant. So just to kind of wrap things up then, Matt, who have you got this week? Uh, yeah, Saxons in the County Cup. Ooh. Liam? Saxons Reserves in the league. Oh, it's a Saxons. My, my res is I... way to Spartans Reserves. Oh, um, I'm hopefully as... going to be deep, deep down in a, a lovely little it's coming home well. Because we don't have any games for the next two weeks, so because we've nearly played all of our games this season, we're well, um, well, a nice little, nice little get together at one of the players' houses on Saturday for the World Cup. Yeah, and I think we'll just see where the night takes us from there. Well, there is um, I know this Sunday there's a pub right in Wilby, uh, <laughs> and I know Matt, your guys will have to drive past Wilby to get back to Hartwell for that kind of way. Do you know what I mean? Your reserves, so more than welcome all of them. Right. Where, we, where are you watching the game Saturday night? What game's that? Ah. Oh, just, just, just a little game on TV, mate. Um, Nothing too big. I'm going to get Eurostar in the Paris. <laughs> uh, watch it, in it in the, in, just outside the Eiffel Tower and go absolutely nuts when we beat them. Um, <laughs> now, nah, look... Um, t- Again, I'm a, I'm a community man, and I, I I love my little village. I've got the football clubs over the road, so I'll be watching it at the football club, um, Lombard BAFC. Um, biggest uh, biggest screen in the village, I believe. It is the biggest screen in the village. Uh, unfortunately, the nursery have got their Christmas party on Saturday night, and are using the function room where the screen is. We've still got the <laughs> biggest screen in the village. You just can't watch it on it. 
<laughs> um, so look, it's it, I'm I'm going to enjoy myself. You know, I'm I'm going to have a few drinks. It's um, but I'm I'm expecting a two 0 England win. Uh, Harry Kane Ooh. double. So Phil. yeah. Two 0 I, I honestly, I don't see any cracks in in Harry Maguire, John Stones, and Carl Walker. Um, obviously, Elshaw at left back. It's the way you, that it should be. Are you drunk at the minute? No, no, no. But you know, whenever you see Elshaw at left back, you know you're going to be all right. So I can't, I can't see us keeping a clean sheet. No, I'm gonna, I'm gonna say three one. Three what to France? Three. <laughs> well, that's what it says. No. I think France take the lead. Um, I mean, I think it does a lot of it depends on how Walker does with Mbappe. Um, I, th- I think we can do it. We can do it. I don't think we can do it. We did it. We did it at the last one, didn't we? You know, what was it the old Euro twenty that was played in twenty twenty one? We dismantled Germany in that I'm, game. We we uh, can beat teams. I'm just I'm just a bit worried about Brazil. You just see them, you know, have the oh, best no. have the best World Cup oh. game of their um, of their career. <laughs> um, I think Portugal <laughs> might be their dark horses, mate. Without Ronaldo, I I, I don't know. I I. Oh. If you're having if you're having to start a 39 year old Pepe at centre back in a knockout game, I ain't worried about. Oh, you. but what a guy! I, I love Pepe. I ain't, I ain't worried about you. Oh, he's the international lord of shithousery, and I'm here <laughs> for it. I'm all here for it. He used I, to be kicking people in special I, I, I heard that he's that good at being <clears throat> shithouse. He runs the line for Hartwell. Uh, Hackwell, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> 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 Right, gentlemen, let's wrap it up there because we're starting to to descend into chaos and we'll have a we know it again. Um right, let's leave it there, boys. Have a great time. Anyone listening, I hope by the time you hear this, we've either beaten France or we're about to beat France. But again, have a great weekend. We know the weather's not gonna be fantastic. So if you need to inspect your pitches, inspect your pitches. If you need to have a backup, try and have a backup in mind. And it's not enough just because it's a little bit cold to stay in bed unless you don't have a game like me, in which case I will. Gentlemen, it's been great. Thank you. Welcome back. And look forward to next week with Gavin as well. All right. Cheers, Jamie. Cheers, guys. Take care, guys. See you soon. Bye. Ta-da.